0: From Boston, Massachusetts, to Adelaide, Australia, and everywhere in between, talking local and national sports in just about anything discussed in a tavern, broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan. Welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom.
1: We are back in this Epi- is the first time episode 38 episode 38 first time in quite some time this is our second show for the week yeah it's kind of crazy uh we've been busy as hell oh sure so today's going to be a little bit different because i'm trying to navigate three cameras today three because cameras. somebody decided that they wanted to well run three today so i it i might get stuck on a screen now every now <laughs> and then but oh well it happens you're, you're you know what hey it's all part of the part of the process. So you, you did something pretty cool today. You took, took the boys to uh, uh, a minor league baseball game. Yeah, it was actually, it was, it was a good time. I'm not going to lie to you when I tell you that. So we went up uh, to Midland and went to the Great Lakes Loons game. So the, the Loons played against uh, the West Michigan Whitecaps. So we got to see some Tiger prospects and stuff like that. Now, who are the Loons uh, affiliated with? The Dodgers oh yeah oh, they're a yeah. dodgers affiliate nice um so ryan i'm telling you that kid he's a <laughs> he's got a knack doesn't he? he he does he's got a knack for everything <laughs> and uh so he he ran pre-game he ran from one dugout side to the other dugout side with a ball and a ballpoint pen <laughs> um he got a baseball loaded with autographs yeah he showed me it was pretty cool um the only one I really told him that he needed to get was Daniel Cabrera, and he he got Daniel Cabrera, so that was good. Uh, and then at the end of the game, well, another thing is uh, uh, what's his name, Jimmy Kerr, who used to who was the first baseman for the uh, Michigan Wolverines, nailed to the victors. Mm, uh, he played blue. he played first base for West Michigan. Okay, one of the guys we were uh, at the game with knew Jimmy Kerr because he works at U of M. I'm Not going to oh. drop names, but. He uh, I'm going to sound a siren, but I'm not yes. going to sound a siren table for one. Um, and He had made a mention that at the end of the game, if there's broken bats, he'll give him to the, to the fans. So uh, the savant got over there <laughs> and he got over there in like the end of the seventh inning. He runs over to the other side, waits game over at the, you know, at the nine innings and game over. He's standing there. He's there. All these kids are asking for a bat. He hands it to the lady. Goes, give it to ki- give it to the kid with the first baseman's glove, and that was Ryan. <laughs> so it was cool. So he got a bat. Hey, it, it yeah. near and dear to his heart. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, small, intimate ballpark. Mm-hmm. I suggest anybody, if you get a chance, go to those you know low A, you know double I, A games. I, uh, a couple of years back, uh, uh, an ex cousin of mine, uh, who's a good buddy. Can he- you hold, can you hold that thought for one second? One second. One second. One second. We got a we got a fan. Oh what's up, Vanilla King? Hey, what is up with it, Vanilla Face? The uh, the Vanilla what King, the Vanilla Face. Ryan, thanks for checking in. <laughs> Anyways, um, he was a uh, a minor league umpire, so he was doing a series in West Michigan. So I went out and took a trip. Uh, that is a cool stadium. It's uh, just outside of Grand Rapids. Yeah, and, no, uh, I drove past it. Yeah. I mean, it's like right at 96 and 131. Right, right. We drove past it yeah. when we were at the tournament uh, a couple weekends ago. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Cold as balls. Like, oh, my gosh. Um, but, yep, I had a hotel room and went to a couple games, and that was a lot of fun. they really get into the – those smaller communities really get into – um, they embrace the team as their own. Yeah, it, you know, they, uh, they're going to embrace those teams because it's the – like the like the going attraction. So mm-hmm. think of it this way: like same thing with hockey. You go into Canada and you go into some of those areas. um The OHL is big, oh, you yeah. know, a lot of those areas just because it's close and it's convenient. You know, here we had a OHL team for a while. It didn't pan out for as long as I'd hope it to. And the, but, they're, but they're, you know, their jersey hangs in the speakeasy. Yeah, but you know, and they're competing with they're competing with the Red Wings and stuff like that. So you're right; those smaller, uh, you know, those smaller. Mm-hmm uh i'm sure midland really markets yep. yeah it, it really pulls you get those midwestern teams um so yeah that was fun i mean it i enjoyed myself when i was there and and i'm glad the boys uh enjoyed themselves but we had a little situation so if 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 any of our viewers listeners remember back when we took our little uh escape down to south carolina we had uh, the chicken massacre yeah, oh, I, I don't know if anybody, yeah. We, talked about, yeah, we, we talked about it. Yeah, we did. We talked the about the chicken it. massacre. Hey, Bo, hey, Bo they, they got my chickens. <sighs> and, and they got know, my chickens, Bo. Surprisingly enough, um, this guy right here uh, slept through two shotgun blasts. And, yeah, how, uh, do, how did I, that happen? I, I, how did not, that happen? I, I don't know. It must have been a company. I'm talking, thing. it was right outside your window. <laughs> I didn't hear a thing. Didn't hear a thing. So, anyways, we had uh, Animal Massacre 2.0. Yeah, and you know what? I and mean, we talked about it yesterday. You're oh. like, you're like, all right. So the, this bunny dug a hole in the yard and dropped a l- couple offspring yep. in there. Yep. So we we had a bunny's nest in the backyard, uh, and we were alerted to it from the dog decided that uh, it caught a smell. And are you sure it's because you don't feed it feed them enough? Oh no, she she gets fed. Trust me. She she could use to miss a few meals, uh, which she will be missing a meal today. Uh, So I we saw her digging something up yesterday and she comes out of it with a a little bunny in her mouth. And I immediately drop it and she she dropped it on the ground, which I was like, okay. So I put the bunny back into its nest. And Rich tells me last night that, oh, the mother's not going to come back. Those those bunnies are dead. Yep. Once they get a different scent in that area around those bunnies, especially like wild, they're not coming back. So what I did, I I put like a patio chair over top the nest. And, you know, the the base of the chair almost went down to the the ground. So I knew that the dog couldn't like get the paw under there. Well, today I get up, let the dogs out, and um, I look out the window. Who
0: let the dogs out? Who?
1: Who I did, and well, I see the chairs moved, and they had dug the hole up, and I run out immediately. Um, did you yell some ex? Uh, Explosive. I uh, yelled at the dogs. Yes, and God, the, you can't yell at them for that. The only thing left was uh, a little, little, little baby bunny brain that I seen to the hole did you puke i did not puke um i was a little uh a little saddened by the fact that you cry i did not cry uh, cry uh breaking news i did not cry um <laughs> i was a little upset you got misty-eyed didn't you uh, no i did not you did um surprisingly enough no i did not um but i i was more worried like okay these fucking dogs just my guess is four or five were in that hole they were hungry um they were not hungry because they had just eaten with bottom them. bottom of the food chain uh well i'm worried about what's going to come up what am i going to wake up to in the morning so needless to say they're not going to get dinner tonight because i think um daffy duck being in their belly uh is is enough for it. oh they ate ducks or are they ate bunnies you oh mean, bunnies bu- i'm bug, sorry bugs, bugs, bugs bunny, bunny. Bugs, bunny. I, okay forgive me forgive me you're, i get my you're, wrong yeah you're forgiven. my wrong uh Impersonation. but anyways on to the news of the week the absolute chaotic major league baseball trade deadline i do i'm astonished i'm absolutely astonished at some of the big names that had uh changed homes you got the cubs the cubs absolutely just dumped the, who's left who's left with the cubs um Gosh, i don't know <laughs> crickets Uh, yeah i don't know but i sent i sent bill a text message i said bill who's left on your cubs he's like unbelievable you know but that's the thing they got to a certain point where they just they needed to they needed they got to start over again well and you know what i and i think that they're going to be okay they're going to it's going to take a couple years they freed up a lot of money you had baez was not going to resign there um They've been looking to get rid of Chris Bryant for two years. Um really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, he didn't really he had an off year last year, and I just think they they I, I think they speculated he was going to leave. The but, surprise for but, me was, uh, but here's the thing is I will tell you this. Since since we're talking about all these trades, you know, Max Scherzer, Max Scherzer went from the Nationals to the Dodgers. To the Dodgers. Um you got Chris Bryant went to the Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Padres didn't the pa- the Padres-, Padres got um uh, uh they got let's see I here. can't um it it was uh, uh Jesus who was it they signed Adam Frazier oh, second baseman yeah. that was that was their biggest but but here's the thing is <laughs> all three of those teams had to make big moves because I'm that right now that is probably the most exciting oh sure the most exciting division to watch right now is the NL West by well- far because. I mean, first place to third place is only like six and a half games. It was was six and a half going into today. Yeah. So it might be like five and a half games. We're just going to say. But last night, Tatis separates his shoulder for the third time this season. He'll be all right. No, they're saying um, there's a good chance he's going to need season ending surgery. Since this continues to happen, uh, uh, Tim Kirchin of ESPN said that a lot of the. Insiders of the, of the Padres think that this could be it for him. They might. Did, they, I didn't see the. Was it on a play? He was sliding into third base, and he slid over the base and like grabbed it and kind of just overextended it. Dude, that guy plays balls out every play. He does, and that his swing has so much torque. So you know that that's why it keeps happening. And the only way it's going to fix it is if you have surgery. And if he has surgery, that's going to shut him down. So that kind of changes the landscape. Of that division, uh, but you you look at you look at the Dodgers, all the talent they have, Ugh. and they add dude, Trey it's, Turner, it's, they dude, it's killer Scherzer, it's killer. But there's still three, almost four games behind the Giants, who just and the Giants get Chris Bryant. <laughs> the Giants just keep plugging they, along. They just that like hey whatever. That team reminds me a lot of the Rays. They just they're they're low frail, high skill, fucking great. That, that, hashtag that shit um <laughs>
0: hashtag it.
1: but anyways you add somebody like chris bryant who's having a great year he's offensively he's having a great year um his experience in the postseason i i think that really uh makes them you know w- one of the top contenders yeah uh, yeah that's for sure it, and they said Chris Bryant is going to split time between uh, third base and
0: outfield. Yeah, I mean he so was he's doing going to go in back Chicago, exactly. Third so, Chicago,
1: and then uh, you know Scherzer's already going to a, a, dy- a dynamite mm-hmm. rotation as it is. He's like Verlander, you know he he excels in a winning situation. And then and then you got uh, uh, Kyle Schwarber went to oh. Red Sox. That, but then this the, the big ones are right here. Anthony Rizzo mm-hmm. goes to that the, the dynamite, the the, the 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 short porch out there. As a left-hander. Yep. And Gallo yeah. goes out there. Um, both, both big lefty bats.
0: There and, are. And,
1: and they needed to mix up. The, the, the Yankees all season were so stacked on the right side, so stacked. Well, and now they got two yeah. huge hitters from the left side of the dish. But now... D- so there, I think the last I checked, there were about nine games out in the East. Is it too far gone for the East, or is there sights on the on the wild card? I've, I, I'm I sure it's probably – they're going to make a push for the wild card. That's that's my guess. But right now, the way their lineup looks right now, it's going to be pretty tough for teams to match up with them. Yeah, but they're pitching, though. It's garbage. Their pitching has been there outside of uh, Chappie. Uh, shout out to Chappie, though, um, the fantasy chap. Uh, no, this uh, Chapman, who, I mean, as long as you pitch him in the ninth, he's lights out. As long as you pitch him in a save situation, he's lights out. Yeah, because um, yeah, he ain't doing two-inning saves. If it's it, nope. If it's a non-save situation or you bring him in the eighth, it's over. But they're starting pitching, they did not address, which I think will be their Achilles heel when it's all said and done, you can hit I mean, You can score eight, nine runs a game, but when you're giving up 10, sorry, I agree. I'm sorry. I agree with you a hundred percent on that, but here's the one, the one trade that nobody's talking about. Nobody's talking about partially because it's the, the team. And the other part is um, because it happened before the trade deadline, Nelson Cruz go into the Rays. To me, that's the trade of all the deadline trades. That is the one that is going to be the most impactful because Tampa Bay, when they needed a big hit in the last couple of playoff runs, they just could not put it together. So first of all, I want to give a shout out to the Minnesota Twins here. Thank you for getting rid yes. of them. Yeah. <laughs> thank we you don't have rid- to see 19 <laughs> home runs <laughs> yeah. or plus a, a yeah, season. Th- thank you for getting rid of them for us. Uh, the, the next thing is, is uh, yeah, that... That is a huge pickup for them, and they have a they have a decent rotation. Yeah, they have a decent mm-hmm. rotation. Um, so that's definitely going to be exciting. To you, see have, what goes you have you have pitching. You have, um, the intangibles. They they play the game. You know, quote Larry Brown the right way. They're they're skilled. Uh, they're fundamentally sound. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now that team right there probably has some of the best scouting because. Oh. It, I for mean, years but you know and the thing is is they have a garbage they they have a they have a stadium a, no they have a, they have a garbage stadium that's the first thing mm-hmm. the second thing they have cuz that's not a destination people want to play at the trop the second thing is is they they find the diamonds in the yep. rough oh the diamonds in the rough oh i mean they've always the pitching is always there and i and i think like the tigers you know ultimately are molding their their farm system after no, no. Well, they've gone after pitching. Pitching has been there. They've they've always gone after pitching. <sighs> they have. Well, look at Randy yeah. Rosarena. I've, yeah, I was gonna say Randy Rosarena. Randy Rosarena, who um has been re resurrected into Akil Badu. Yeah, because he hasn't he hasn't been shit most of a year rosarena yeah well they figured out a pitch to him yeah last year it was i mean would he hit 15 home runs in the postseason yeah he broke postseason records for home runs i mean this guy this guy pre-covid wasn't going to make the team decided well i'm stuck in my hotel room and the only thing i know how to make is chicken and rice so he stayed in his hotel room made chicken and rice every day and did push-ups and he put on 25 pounds when they when they got back into camp most of the people did not know who he was; they couldn't recognize him. And the rest is history. He had he had a, a historical postseason run and really carried carried that team as far as they did. But you add Nelson Cruz to that, that um, makes him pretty much uh, a complete team. And 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 I I think they 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 take the East. I think they'll eventually catch the Red Sox. Um, even though Schwarber is having a hell of a season and they they pick Schwarber up. I, I think that's a big, big pickup. But um, I think pitching is going to be the the one thing that's going to determine who's going to win that division. Are we going to talk about Daniel Norris getting traded to the Brewers? I got to respect him because even though he hasn't done shit in probably two years, he really, um, he had a lot of nice things to say going out. And he got really emotional about being traded because I think he really enjoyed being here. Well, not one of the things that he had said was he's like, you know, I'm sorry that I didn't really live up to my, my potential i didn't play the best that what was i he, could when he when he came here what was he the number two prospect in the blue, blue jays, jays organization yeah. so yeah I me mean, a lot of pressure on him and i think when he did that expose with the van man i think that that put a big big uh uh target on his back but yeah he, but you know what though he, he never uh, what, what i respect out of him the most is he never um he never changed himself for anybody. Mm-hmm. He stayed true to himself right. and did everything. He was a professional which was, athlete who which was, still lived, yeah. you know, like, like he might have been a lumberjack or something like that. So I think a lot of – A hobo. Like, I think a lot of blue-collar people out there could yeah. really relate, yeah, relate they could, to him. Yeah, they could resonate with him. And the money never mattered. He still lived in his uh, Beetle van and he, you know – Volkswagen, off- wagon. <laughs> yeah, and in the off-season he would travel. I'd love, I'd love to have one of those. That'd be, that'd be fun to kind of do – get the money to just – you know yeah. get up and just go that'd be kind of cool just live in your van down yeah that'd river. be great but um so, so the other big trade of the 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 gutting of the cubs was javi baez going to the mets dude and the mets needed him too because lindor's out lindor's out until probably the middle of this month yeah or later so yeah. that's going to help them out quite a bit so when he comes back they, they're they you know will he slide to second will he slide to third but i think I think the one thing that's for certain is they're going to have probably the best infield in baseball. Oh yeah, with, I mean know, they both can hit, they the both polar, can defend. The polar bear. Oh, it's yeah. it's it's crazy. So it was, and now Friday. No, not Friday. It, I think it was Wednesday. Jeff Passan, um who's a a beat writer on ESPN, he uh, he had tweeted that he had heard from several GMs that this was going to be the most. Insane trade deadline, probably in history, and oh, it, 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 it lived was crazy up to the mark. And oh, it's crazy, uh, it just seemed like every five minutes there was another move coming. And but yeah, I mean, it's it it was ex- as a fan, you know, obviously the Tigers aren't going anywhere, uh, they kind of you know recovered from their little slump. And you in know what's all, the series I'm gonna tell you something right now, the Tigers did everything that I thought they were gonna do, and the reason why I say that is because. I'm not saying that they know they don't have a chance. No, they know they don't have a chance. But they but still believe the in is, their guys, but they they didn't sell out. No, to say, oh, we're going to rebuild. So, I mean, I'm happy to see that because well, I know I want them to sign Scope well, for a, at least another three years. I think year I think one thing we do know: Scope is going to come back. Robbie Grossman is going to come back. Those are those are those are your core guys. Those are your your sign Eric costs it, it, Oh, there's there there's, there's no that's got to be yeah. So, Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. Um, I know we had a conversation about Eric Haas, so You love him, and you wish your guardians wouldn't ever let him go. But um, we're happy to have him. And and 18 home runs in his rookie year. No one's talking about him for potential rookie. Of the no, year. but they're still talking about like Badoo and everything like that. Uh, who, that first baseman for the uh, Orioles. He uh, he's a rookie. Was it um, Mount Castle? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, dude. He's. I think he said about 17 home runs. This yeah. Yeah, as a rookie, so but it was it was nice to see that they did not take scope. I think t- Twitter was like, "Please not scope, please not scope." And 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 I think you know scope enjoys playing here. I I think he's looked at as one of the leaders of the team. Where if he was going to go to say you know a Yankees or a team like that, he was just going to be another piece of the puzzle. It's just going to be like kind of like yeah. a, a a face in the crowd. Right, right. Yeah. So I think him being here, I I I do think he looks at it as a situation like he enjoys being, you know, one of the guys and, and Grossman's the same way, you know, he was, he was, you know, when he was in Oakland, he did that same thing and he's come here and he's just, he plays hard every, he's just a hustler. And I, I think he's perfect for, for this city. And he's perfect for the fan base here. He's Just gritty every game. He's, he's got a, you know, dirty uniform. So I'm glad to see that they did not trade those guys, but I think overall, who would you look at as a winner and who is a loser oh for uh, the obviously the cubs are losers i mean that's that's i mean they pretty much unloaded their entire team yes. um uh, winners Barrios went too so the, their four best players are gone Uh winners i want to say probably it, it, in my mind probably the the winner like probably a tie i'm going to say uh, the Yankees, the Yankees are winners because they got they got what they needed huge, two huge bats. They got what they needed. They and I agree with you when you say that they should have gotten some type of pitching to help them out. But mm-hmm. uh, maybe they think, hey, if we can put up eight runs, we just need our guys not to give up eight right. runs. That could be their philosophy. The other big winner is the Dodgers. Yeah, and and lost in the mix, Danny Duffy from the Royals. Yeah, so they've got they got two number one starters on other teams just to be oh so we got the the the, the piece of shit that's in court all right we're just gonna reload <laughs> the piece of shit. so he's you know they 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 oh. didn't skip a beat but you know what oh, man the giants having that that lead and they just they just know how to win that that team just even when they went on their run they were winning World Series, and they wouldn't make the playoffs. Then they would win a World Series against our Tigers. Um, they didn't have anybody flash. I think Pablo Sandoval, who was now a Cleveland Indian, um, he was probably the biggest name that they had in that that. Pitcher, I forget his oh name. Tim Lincecum. Tim Lincecum. Well, they had uh, Madison Bumgarner, they had Mad Bomb. Yeah, but I mean, th- they had that a couple a, other guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, Sergio Romo. They, I mean, they had well, well managed. They had they had some players, well coached, you know. and and I think their situation they're in right now, they're just playing good baseball and and but that race, they're is playing fundamentally be, fundamentally sound baseball. Yep, is what they're playing, Devil Ray baseball. So I see a a potential for a Rays Giants. Absolute no ratings World Series, but I love it. I love it. Hey, I'm a fan of the underdog. Oh, sure. Sure. So today, right now, it's about the trash man just drove by with a bunch of metal in the back. So it's a nice, it's 70, yes. like 71 outside. The mosquitoes are kind of staying down and mm-hmm. they're not bothering us too much. Um, I think I got this, this control thing down with the cameras. You know, <laughs> no so, humidity. No humidity. The, the wind, we had a little storm come through here a little while ago, but uh, the wind died down and it, it's a very pleasant evening here in uh, the mean streets. Of yeah. South Lane, yeah. So the other day, uh, so uh, the other day, uh, I was since we talked about Mr. Corey earlier, uh, I I did what's up with it Vanilla face. So I uh, uh, I told him I said, hey, I go, we're gonna get you on. We're gonna, you're gonna come on. You're gonna uh, you're gonna be a part of the show. And he's trying to launch his own uh, podcast. And I told him I said, hey, I'll help you out any way I can. So uh, more to come. Ooh. I uh, yeah, I'm excited. To just Following the guy on Twitter and he's, everything, he's like funny. That, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a riot. It's and, gonna be a riot. And then once that pops up, you know damn well I'll promote the shit out oh, of it. Sure. So. And i I know I'll be in Grand Rapids in uh, middle of September. And what are you going to Grand Rapids for? Uh, seven Dust, big concert, big concert. Um. So anyway, let's get off the concerts here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to go down that path right now uh Pistons Pistons finally did something that was not going to let us down. Yeah, I mean, I I think there was a, a little bit of talk that they might move the guy, but let's face it. Cade Cunningham is exactly what this team needs. Um you need a guy that you can you can build around and and they have pieces now, but this guy, he he can do it. He's he's athletic, he's explosive. Um and and the fact that they had the number 1 pick y- you don't want to you don't want to screw it up yeah no you don't want to screw it up and and when they called his name i was uh i was pretty excited like pumped up cuz i uh, cuz i think you know he, they may he might have put the pistons back on the map with the young talent that they have and it's funny cuz they were uh, they, you know they were talking um that having a guy like that come in really could elevate the Pistons, not necessarily on, like, wins and losses immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: viewers, you oh, know, sure.
1: That could be like, hey, um, we're going to we're going to put you guys in on a Christmas Day game. <laughs> you know, that that could happen. You maybe, can prob- market. Maybe not this year, mm-hmm. but maybe next year or whatever, however it goes, because he's going to be one of those must see TV guys. Sure. sure. And that's what they
0: need. They, yep. they They need to start developing an identity to where they're not just Showcase locally,
1: right? And and you you take uh, Killian Hayes, who they drafted last year, who's who's a very very skilled point guard. Now you take Cade Cunningham, who can play the two, possibly the three. Him and Sadiq could could crisscross. That's an athletic team. That that's a team where you go into every night that says, I'm not sure what our game plan is. I don't know if if they're gonna they're going to drive the lane i don't know if they're going to be perimeter then you you got jeremy grant um luke garza who they just picked up in the draft okay so you brought the name up in his contract it has to say you got (laughs) to shave them fucking eyebrows i agree we already have one guy with stupid uh, hey he's got it he's got it he's got it he's got to knock those i agree he's got i mean that guy's got some I think he's going to put product in those those eyebrows. Oh, he probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, you you have a team now that athletically is is as good as we've seen around here in many years. Um, People are talking Pistons in, and you I mean and you know you know me I'm not a Pistons guy.
0: I'm not not a a Pistons. You're not an NBA guy. And nor neither am I. I
1: to me I think the NBA NBA died after 2005. That's my opinion, but. Um, I think you're starting to see more of the super team go away, even though uh, Westbrook signs with the Lakers, which I think is going to be an absolute disaster when it's all said and done. Three egomaniacs on the court at the same time. It it didn't work in Houston. I don't think it's going to work in Brooklyn. It didn't work there. I I just don't it's not going to work in in L.A., but you're starting to see a lot of teams. Are you are you talking about he signed with LeBron James and the Lakers? LeBron James, Anthony Davis. No, and, but I'm saying yes. the team name, LeBron James yes, and the Lakers. And the Lakers, correct. The uh, the uh, Space Jammers or whatever they're called. <laughs> the
0: the <laughs> Space <laughs> but,
1: but uh you're starting to see, I mean, hell, look at the NBA finals this year. It was the Phoenix Suns versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Yet it, it, it to me it was great. I, I loved it. Um, but the Pistons are young. They've got players under control and it's exciting. And and it's, it's, it's funny to look back last year. They were second worst team in the league. I I really think there's going to be a huge improvement just by the experience of those young guys, really seeing a lot of playing time in their rookie season. So I am excited about it. I, I I was an old school piston fans. I I love the, the bad boy era. That was the best, best time, time for me. And, uh, I'd love to see uh, the Pizza Palace rocking again. I would love to see asses in the seats, people being excited about Pistons basketball. And I think it's close. I think we're close. The Vanilla King said, uh, you know, and Chris Paul heading to free agency. I, so I think he's going to retire. You think so? I think he's going to retire. I think he, he he's kind of a China doll. He's kind of a little bitch as well. But uh, I, I think he knows that he probably will never get to where he was that that close. You know, they were up two zero, and they had they. Had, yeah, dude, they came undone like a cheap sweater. They did. They, they did, came did. undone like a cheap sweater. And, and I talked about it that Giannis was gonna, you know, get get back home, and they were gonna get their groove back. Chris Middleton, who was probably the most underrated player in the league, former Piston, uh, got going, and and they played the, their game, and you know they they won that game five on the road, and that was it. Yeah, s- series over. But did you see today we're gonna flip no no i didn't see today flip back to uh i did not see baseball Kumar rocker oh well i didn't hear that i didn't hear anything i haven't been the mets are not going to sign him really he had a uh a physical examination really and apparently what they saw was not very enticing and uh there was 6 million dollar deal on the table and they've pulled it apparently he's got some arm issues well i mean that can show because he was dominant and then he he fell off the uh face of the earth yep and um 2 years ago he was the consensus number 1 pick guaranteed this year he just kept slipping slipping went and fell down to the 11th pick to the mets um his agent Scott Boris, of course, you know he's the ultimate uh talking head, says, "Oh, there's nothing wrong with them, nothing wrong with them um and they've had uh neutral like uh orthopedic surgeons come in and analyze them and they and they don't agree with the Mets, so it's interesting to see that um a big name draft pick uh I don't like what I see. We're not. We're not going to take you. Somebody will sign him, but they're not going to sign him for that six million dollars. No, back. I think. I think because Scott Boris, dude, no, he wants to get the most money he can. He's hate him as much. You know, he's he's a good agent. He's a yeah. slime ball, cars, used car salesman. But he gets money for his his age is his players. He'll definitely get picked up somewhere just because of the potential that he has but i it's interesting to see that they the mets are like nope i'm going to wash my hands from the guy and uh so basically they'll they'll get next year's 11th pick as well along with whatever pick they have um, so it's it, it, how did, how, so by them not signing him at all because he it it's a physical thing he's not going to pass a physical so basically okay, they got they voided out like okay we'll just redo the pick okay next i got year. you now okay so it, i think we you and i have have had discussions of what is up with this guy? What's wrong with this guy that so many teams are looking past him? I mean, you, you look at the Tigers, you know, obviously Jack Lighter was their number one. They end up with a high school kid. You could have taken Lighter. And there was eight other teams that could have taken Lighter, or I'm sorry, uh, Rocker, uh, and they didn't. Uh, like there's got to be something, whether it's mental, was it physical? And I think, I think really, we're well, obviously, to see the, it obviously the Mets found out it was more of a physical thing Ooh. than. Yeah, and I was reading too that um, there's a program where uh, MLB will do like an MRI for certain guys coming into the draft, and and he refused it. And originally, when I read that, so he refused it. So he 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 probably knew something was going on.
0: Well, originally and was, and was not saying anything.
1: Originally, I thought that same thing, but then I kept reading, it and it said that uh, a lot of uh, young prospects coming in. Will refuse that, and and I think because there might be some issues going on that they don't want these these things to see because they want to get paid, yeah, they, because, they want to get yeah. paid and then go get their money, then go off, oh, right, it. right. So I mean that was a little tidbit that I was reading out here. I was writing the show out earlier today. I knew you were gone, so, um, so I think we have a lot of people that come up to us, mainly females. Let's say um, the famales. um, Why don't you ever talk about anything other than sports? Well, frankly, you know, Rich and I are, you know, we're sports fans. That's kind of what we do. Um, So to come up with certain things to talk about, and we always say, hey, you got any ideas? We're open. (laughs) You got any ideas? No, Yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. well, don't bring up the problem. Well, ladies, problem solved. Yeah. I introduce to you the very first segment of the I wish we had music. We're going to work on it. OK, wow. the rich we'll and Tom entertainment review, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Here we go. So the gist of this segment is going to be that was pretty that's pretty, pretty good there. Yeah, um, I try. We're going to discuss and it, it might not be every week, it, you know, maybe once, twice a month. but. We're gonna mix in a little bit of a review, whether it be a movie we've seen, whether it be a. Uh, and no, and a disclaimer is we do not watch the show together. No, no, we um, watch every, we watch everything separately. We're not. I mean, we're friends, but we're not. Yeah, Netflix and chill friends. No, no. There's I, I just we, this full disclaimer. We separate Full disclosure. That. Yes, that's all I'm saying. For sure, that. For sure. So we're gonna, you know, obviously, um, we'll have a program. Whether it be, I'm showing my age. just said program uh whether it be a, a documentary whether it be a series on one of the streaming platforms <laughs> you, this guy's a like goddamn smart ass right here <laughs> in a dell album you both listened to hey uh, hey we've we've set uh fire to the rain here at the speakeasy a few times uh, but anyways um so the reason what got me kind of thinking about this was um last night you 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 said you watched a particular series. Yeah. That, well, that I, we mentioned. I think that is, so just for the, the people out there watching and the listeners and everything like that, just so they know, I, we have a group text. It's called the neighbor's text. And so everything is all. Thanks for that. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, it is all based on like just us texting like, hey, we're going to go to the brewery. You want to go? You want stuff like that? memes but the, it, a lot of memes and yep. everything like that but this one right here it it's been a like a topic that has gone on i want to say for probably the last
0: week yeah so
1: yep. i'm gonna go ahead and just say it so go ahead we are finished now we finished all seven episodes of the peacock original dr mm-hmm. death dr death dr death dr death which is uh Based on it's based true on a story. true story. Yep, true story, true facts. Um, and I started getting on the do, I started getting the in documentary, on the, on the, on the is documentary, awesome. But they also have a podcast. What you're telling me about, and so that's the a- podcast is the most detailed. So, Wondery, who does they do great podcasts? They season one of Doctor Death, season two just came out with a local doctor. But anyways, um, so they're they they talk about this doctor in Dallas, Christopher Dunch, who was an absolute disaster. Butcher. He was butcher. a butcher. He was. he was a fucking butcher. Yes, he was. He was a butcher. So the podcast probably came out two years ago or so. Um, so then Peacock decided to put together a series with John- Jonathan. Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson. Of- Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Christian yep. Slater. Yep. Oh, what a great cast. Yeah, good cast. Um, And pretty much, you know, it was the dramatic uh, representation of the podcast. Which they did a really good job. Um, they really highlighted how fucked up this guy. was. I like how they made Joshua Jackson like fat as fuck towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? But if if you continue with the, I know, but you, I that's what that's yep. that's what I'm telling you. It's, I looked at it; it's spot on. And I so I watched the first episode of the documentary mm-hmm. today uh, while I was having my coffee this morning. I watched it, and yeah, you could tell he was a real skinny guy, yep. and then towards the end he really plumped up. Yep. So highly recommend this series, Dr. Death. It's on Peacock. Um, yeah, I it. believe you can watch it for free. I, I don't think you necessarily have to sign up and pay for it. Um, but listen to the podcast. The podcast is very yeah. detailed. Then watch the series. Then watch the documentary. That's also on Peacock. But it just it talks about how this guy who he was a graduate of University of Tennessee. He book smart like nobody's business.
0: He had a MD PhD MD, PhD.
1: Uh, yeah, unbelievable. It, like uh, his credentials were through the roof. Oh yeah, spoke for themselves. But he, but when it came but, time to, but he sucked. But when it came time for him to do his job, he was he was unbelievably bad. Here's the thing that now out of that whole show, and I don't want to really do it, but it just goes to tell you how heartless he was mm-hmm. that he fucked his own friend up. He turned his friend into a quadriplegic. Yeah, and pride is a motherfucker. And if you can't swallow it, it that kind of deciphers what kind of a person you are. And we got a and, and, we got a, we got this a comedian. Guy, we got a comedian in the group right here. <laughs> on, yeah, I am sitting on. I am sitting on a phone book. You got a problem with that? <laughs> oh, so. This guy proved that narcissism is oof, very scary, very dangerous and uh highly recommend checking it out. Um it, it's it's in unbelievable yeah, that check it out, that how how sure. something could go and and this it took place over 18 months, 38 surgeries he botched 33 of them, how how any four hospitals. It's scary. It's it's scary, but um it's a great series. Uh it's a shitty topic. But all in all, great series, good acting, and highly recommend Any uh, any show that's got Alec Baldwin in it. Christian Slater, I got, Christian Slater, and Christian Slater, who's made an appearance in that the um another series on Netflix, um, which is pretty good. Uh, Betty Broderick's story. He, he's the husband that ends up getting run over by a car, but but yeah, he's uh, uh back in the day when uh when I was a young lad in my skateboarding era who Christian Slater? Christian Slater, he was the star of a movie called Gleaming the Cube. That was a big movie when I was a kid. Gleaming the That's Cube. Going way back. We're talking probably 90, 91. Gleaming What Gle- was it about? It's skateboarding. I I've, I've never Yeah, it's about skateboarding. No, the only skateboarding movie I've ever remembered was thrashing No, this is check it out. It's Christian Slater was the the actor gleaming the cube. I I remember it well. Gleaming right? the cube. Yeah, I remember walking up to the video store two miles hoping to rent it. Was it? Did you go to Blockbuster? Uh, no, it was. Oh God, I can't even. Video image in Clinton Township,
0: video, Michigan. Video image.
1: Video image. <laughs> Going way back. So, oh sorry, I forgot. You're an East Side. Yeah, I'm an East Sider. East Side for East, side e, e, East, e- East, East Shime, Shime, baby. East Side, holes the money. So we're gonna get back to our uh, what 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 segment here. Oh, we are. Yeah, we're gonna go. What what
0: what? What, what are you talking about? Yeah. What, what,
1: what? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm scouring the the interwebs. Reddit, right? Uh, no, actually, it wasn't Reddit. I forget what, what what it was. So one of the guys that's actually watching the show right now, I sent him something. It was on Reddit, and he's like, "I gotta download this app to watch this thing on Reddit. It better be worth it." <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's fallen into that trap of Reddit. It's, it's Reddit's interesting. You, uh, it was the vanilla King. He, he got oh, into that. Oh, good. Reddit, Reddit is, uh, you, y- you see some pretty fucked up shit all over the world, but I forget what this, I think this one might've been on NPR or something. Um, wait, hey, hold on. So hold on, real quick. Your guy that was making fun of me, you didn't even stick up for me. Your man, Joe Yemen was the one oh. who was making fun of me. Oh, the Mr. Uh, softball coach, <laughs> Joe. I I met Joe down at the the Bill Wirtz birthday party. And, that
0: uh,
1: guy, uh, you know what? Making hey, fun of me. It is it is what it is. I might be sitting on a phone book too. You never know. What are you like a half inch shorter than I am? I'm upset with that comment. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, Joe Yem the uh, uh, softball what? coach extraordinaire. But yes, what what what? Um, do you ever think about what could happen if you? Consume an excessive amount of energy drinks. What could you're asking me? What what would happen? You ever you ever think to yourself? You know, I'm sure you know you you work in the uh, steel industry, you know as I did for many years. Uh, and I, I'm sure a lot of guys survive on monsters and Red Bull and whatnot. And uh, you ever think to yourself, God, you know, what could possibly happen but if see, I just? Here's the thing: is I think in my entire life i've might have had like one red bull well in my entire life now i've had i've taken five hour energy maybe twice yeah that's a little different red bull monster i've had one red bull and i had it with vodka it was a drink Uh, but i didn't i have not had my monster my now my sister used to put the
0: monsters (sighs) down
1: so i was like dude you're gonna gonna kill yourself uh it, it was the super bowl when the uh ravens beat the giants way back in uh, the early 2000s i, I might have had a few too many uh red bull and vodkas that night uh, i missed the end of the game i was yep i was out um last time i ever drank a red bull would so, you get did you get foobard oh I, well, I, I probably couldn't have counted now it vanilla, vanilla king saying something about how many in your, in your jaeger what, sh- is, no, is that, is that called Jaeger bombs? Jaeger bombs. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, fuck. Ugh. Oh, then, okay. Then I maybe have had a couple of Jaeger bombs. See, but the problem with it, me, Jaeger, like, I, we we've drank together a lot. I'm a happy drunk. Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a very happy drunk. Well, Rich is you get you get Jaeger in. Ugh. You get, uh, dude. I'm not a nice guy. Rich is drunk. He's a happy drunk, and then it's, it ain't, you know, it. ain't. You know, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it, it's this. I got a headache. Go to Witch's Hat. <laughs> drink five beers there, which, and their beers are decent. Mm-hmm. Come over here, drink about another five or six. Yep. And then go to the hotel. Yep. Order a beer. And then somebody puts a yep. shot of there's uh, a Cuervo, Cuervo Gold Cuervo in front of, in front of, of you. Us. Yep. So oh, yeah. I, I mean, there's really, n- the only shot I won't take is I don't like Southern Comfort. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't, I'm not. I'm not yeah. I'm not there was a long time ago. I had some issues. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not right. I, I'm not one to turn down a shot. Yeah, shit, I'll do one. Do mm. I I you know like song Kenny Rogers, the gambler, you got no one to hold them, no one to fold them. Yeah. Believe me, when it comes to drinking <laughs> beer and booze, I know when to hold them we've, and no one to fold them. We've had some uh screwball uh evenings in here that didn't end well for me, but anyways. So back back well, to, on, so we got other so Jesus Christ, Ryan. You are an alcoholic. He says cherry bombs too. Cherry vodka okay. in there. Okay. Cherry cherry bombs are pretty good. I like those. Johnny Vegas are good. Yep. Ja. What is Derek chiming Derek in goes there? four Jaeger bombs and seven Brazilian uh, seven Brazilian mini that? beers. Dude, oh, I'm gonna tell you right now, beers. I am a huge fan of mini beers. So all night long. I am a huge fan of mini bears. <laughs> I Which can we, do- you know what? I we, can do a lot of those. We need to Thank get another Derek. bottle. Yes. Thank you, Derek, for bringing yes. that up because yes, we need some. Yep, we need some Liquor 43. Actually, I have a little bit, but I don't have any uh, heavy whipping cream. The best shot mini beer. Absol- oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, definitely. So, anyways. All right. Back to our, um, back to our energy uh, drinks. Back to our energy, energy, energy drinks. drinks. I don't, uh, to be honest with you, for me, I wouldn't know what would happen. So, with, you know, uh, Christina, who's my fiancée, her father used to live on cigarettes and um, NAS, which I've had those. Those are pretty good. It's like an orangey citrus Nos. energy drink, like what? like the the nitrogen, you know, the logo nitrous for your car nitrous oxide. They have an energy drink an energy drink called NOS, which okay. actually for the energy drinks. has a pretty good taste and i don't mind it. how many fucking beers you had today because you're i think this is the fourth one i had a visitor come because you're like (laughs) i know i'm I'm slurring here i had a visitor that i haven't seen in probably a year and a half came by today and so yep we, we started drinking earlier but anyways but uh christina's father lived off energy drinks and cigarettes and at a very young age had two strokes uh Thankfully, he recovered and he kicked the habit. And he took on another habit, if you, if, if, if you know what I mean. But anyways, yeah, well, he, well, he, well, he's uh, an entrepreneur. He's an entrepreneur. He, he, grows, is an entrepreneur. he, he yes. grows, he grows the stickiest of the icky. Uh, he, he's extra icky, extra sticky. But anyways, so back to my story. Um, so I'm scouring the interwebs as I was saying earlier, and I come across this, this picture, and unfortunately i don't have uh we didn't load it up which i i meant to send it to you to head, to load it up um so i'm gonna put it in front of the camera so if you don't mind one second here just do it, that one right there i'll switch it over down
0: hey that's the guy that got his head caved
1: in with a twisted tea can What the fuck? What? So you see the picture? What the? No, dude, that cannot be from that. uh no, it is, it is. He started having seizures, and then he had a stroke. So what they do? Cave his skull in? They went in. They had to do a toxicology because they're checking for drugs or alcohol. Nothing. Found nothing. They came to the conclusion that. This guy was living off energy drinks to the point where he had so many seizures and his strokes, they had to remove part of his skull. Oh. <laughs> dude, that dude, that's disturbing. And here's... here's that's, dude, that is like... It's terrible. That's disturbing. That's terrible. That's a definite indicator that those things are fucking terrible for you. His wife at the time, nine months pregnant. So not only she's dealing with a husband who's uh looks like he got his head caved in by a twisted T, uh, she's about to spit out a kid. Dude, so that 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 mark in his head right there, like they, that baby could like sit yep, in that It's like le- a seat. It, it's like a ledge mm-hmm. where he can sit on <laughs> yes, That's, 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 dude, that's dude, terrible. I, I mean I'm I'm not trying to be a dick, dude, but that's it's terrible. That's fucked up. That's dude. terrible. It's so uh, if that doesn't scare the shit out of you to to stop drinking and as as I talk about calling the pedal the the kettle black here as I'm, you know, drinking a beer talking about a story like that but to beer's on a whole different level. Sure it is. I mean that's th- a whole that's th- the sugar, the the caffeine and all the other, you know, bullshit that crap they put they in it. Yeah. Uh, what what what? <laughs> you you know, you gotta tell your kid growing up, hey, yeah, uh, your, hey, your dad's got like a, you can sit on your dad's face. <laughs> dude, there goes for that scarecrow from the window of Oz. <laughs> dude, that, uh, dude, dude, that was terrifying. <laughs> that's I, I mean, disturbing. That's, that's... hey, that, you know what, you know, Rocky Dennis-esque, right there. Oh, dude, Rocky Dennis-esque. So we, we, I, dude, I, I tell you right now. That movie was sad, and oh, disturbing all at the same time i I remember as I was probably i don't know maybe six, seven, and uh Dad you know goes up to the video store, rents a movie for the family for the night. What the hell was the name of that movie to begin with? it was mask mask that mask okay. so so Oh, dad's got a video. Oh, all right. It, it, no. But here's the thing is you're thinking mask. You're thinking, oh, dude, the cartoon show mask uh, mask I, crusaders. Remember they had the uh, like the cars that would open up and a boat was shoot out. and shit? I was thinking of that. The, the, the cartoon that Boulder Hill from mask that they had helmets. They were wearing masks. So we, you know, family. I'm the youngest of five. Everyone's living at home. Family movie night in the VCR and the little 32 inch TV. Liar. It was a Betamax. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. We never had Betamax. We didn't have the money for a Betamax. Speaking, speaking of, so since you bring up, go ahead, finish your story then. We're going to go on with my story about <laughs> so, about
0: video places.
1: So I remember, oh, we, we dad rented a movie. Okay. So we go in the living room, take our seats. He presses play on the old Philco VCR. Ooh, Made in America Philco. And... What do I see? A share. Like, oh, okay, share. All, All right, sure. Share. Right, and then in walks Rocky Dennis. Rocky Dennis. That face will forever be ingrained into my memory. I was scared shitless. Uh immediately got up and ran into the kitchen where there was a small little TV in there. Um I don't know what I saw. It freaked me the fuck out. Did you cry? I, I, I probably did. Okay. I probably did. And I remember my sister and I, she, cause she was the same way. She's like, Oh my God, what's wrong with his face? What sister, Colleen? Uh, no, it would be Jody. Okay. And, uh, uh, so we ended up going into the kitchen and watching TV and, uh, you know what, I think it was 87 because I remember watching the Pistons play the Celtics in the old Boston Garden. So the night was salvaged okay. (laughs) Derek chimes in on this comment. He said, Sam Elliott made the movie credible. You're you're goddamn right he made it credible. Yeah, he was the dad, wasn't he? uh, He was the boyfriend. Mm -hmm. He was was Cher's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about something. So you talk about video stars. This person is going to be named anonymous okay this is an anonymous one so anonymous we're gonna call him anonymous Paul but his name's not Paul he there was a video store a local video store in Livonia going out of business and they were selling all the videos oh boy all the videos now this place had a nice corner of adult Oh well, you had to go through the the you had to go through the plastic the, you had to go through uh, the curtain. sheathing yes. you had to go through the curtain so th- the name of this video stuff was called ko video so this individual is who, he listening right now who possibly who is will be named nameless <laughs> decided to um go there he you know what he's a, he was an entrepreneur at the time that's for sure he was an entrepreneur. Um, there's some other side hustles he had too. <laughs> he bought all the pornography that they had <laughs> on VHS. On VHS. Oh my god! Bought it all. Bought oh. it all. He was a college student, so he put some investment up. I think he paid uh, like two bucks a video.
0: <laughs> so I think I know who you're talking about. So <laughs>
1: he was known around campus. Oh, he was the the swindler. Is the porn distributor the porn king? PK of, of campus. He's the PK? Yes. But here's the thing that's even better. So he thought he was slick. You know, my my parents they they instilled some values in us, you know. They did. <laughs> all parents tried to. <laughs> you just gave it away. Oh all, all, all parents do. <laughs> but this person's parents, they really put values in there. Uh, value in his pants? So he got caught he Oof. got he got caught by his parents but it was a it was a funny conversation their parents where he hit him at his parents were like hey we're going on a trip we're gonna go grab his luggage oh boy so they wouldn't grab his luggage yeah boy and their and their parents came up and said uh <laughs> Hey. was the luggage holding the hey. collection hey. from it was holding the collection <laughs> hey hey we found your videos hey that's pretty much how it went down uh
0: well you know what though there's, there's a uh
1: there's a one called deep throat uh you want to explain but but he made a lot of money on it though. oh so he was he was slinging uh he was slinging porn yeah. he was slinging used porn abuse porn yeah hey but if you can get it a great deal and then turn it and flip it you're, you're <laughs> in good shape so my sister colleen yeah, is is chiming in there uh <laughs> and uh this is this is a, a story i i don't remember but i'm reminded of quite often um when Dude, <laughs> why dude, I know this is you because it says crying in it. I know it. I know it's and you. Yes, I've been told that uh apparently when ET Tom's a little uh, bit of a crier. When ET phoned home and he was on his way back, um I would I have been told, I I don't remember this, but uh apparently I crawled onto the theater seat and I said, "When's
0: he coming back?" And uh, <laughs> uh,
1: that that is something that uh that my family remembers and reminds me of all too well. So thank you for the, the memory there, Colleen. No, and that though. So my brother chimes in and said, that dude must've been a super entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was a super entrepreneur at the time. <laughs> and here's another, <laughs> and, and, and another thing is, is, uh, so he, he, dude, he he had some scams back in the day. Oh, he had some hustles. Yeah, my, my, I tell you right now, my brother oh my brother was a hustler oh, back in the day. The, not the not the not, not the, the porn, no, porn no, king. No, por- oh, okay, not the porn, not the porn king. Okay, okay. My brother was a hustler because okay. he said he was an entrepreneur. He said that dude was an a o- super entrepreneur. <laughs> my brother was just an entrepreneur at the time. <laughs> he was ahead of his game. Oh he was ahead of it. You know what? He he had a paper route. He killed it. Hmm. He, he he no, seriously, back in the day he had a paper route. So his paper route was funny because these people are like, Hey, we just want the Sunday edition. Oh <sighs> Hey, no problem. I'll get it for you. So he'd go there Sunday morning. He'd clear out the, the box. 35 cents in the box. He'd take, take, all, the he'd take all the papers out. he take all the papers out. And he'd be, he'd be delivering those papers <laughs> to people, and he'd be getting paid. You know, that's a, He loved it. That's funny that you mentioned that, because who's to say you weren't going to put a quarter in and, and pull all them papers out? Like, oh, yeah. you think back the you know, some now, of the things. The shysters around oh, here now? Some of the He was like we, the original shyster. Oh, man. Some of the things you you think back on and. Like, how, how did that happen? How did we get away with that shit? And and definitely, you know, putting a quarter in to pull out a paper. I, I'm just going to take the whole thing. I was a paper boy. I, I delivered the, the Macomb Daily uh, when I was, I think I was 12, 13. Colleen verified that you stood up on the seat and balled your eyes out. I, yeah, well, so I've been told. So I've been told. Uh, Colleen, <laughs> let me tell you something. It hasn't changed. He's still gets a little misty eyed around here. Yeah, well yeah, yeah. Where am I wear my it's it's the Sloan curse. We wear our emotions on our sleeve, unfortunately. But uh yeah, I had a I had like probably seventy customers on the uh Macomb Daily route, which it was awesome. You know, my mom would, would drive us drive me around every Friday to collect. So would we'd go to seven eleven, I'd get a big gulp and a Hershey bar. That was like the highlight and we'd We'd go and collect, and no one ever paid because they were never fucking at the door. They had never home when it was come time to collect. But, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> My brother, he goes, <laughs> you got to be slick. I rotated the boxes over eight square mile radius, never the same box twice in a row. <laughs> so he hit one, one week. He hit mm-hmm. the next one the next week. So, it's I mean, smart. that's good. It's smart. That's good. Smart. That's good. It so smart so <laughs> so we've got it we've got a uh, somewhat of an announcement to make uh it's it's not happening for a few weeks but sandwich a palooza four yes sandwich a palooza four uh, uh we did the first one we did the first one. we did we did the first yep. one uh we did live we did live pod from there mm-hmm. um still not sure if we're going to do a pod there or not but are we you know we could probably do we could probably do some you know Facebook live stuff or something like yeah. that instead of dr- dragging everything in. But um, I I, I our Twitter th- our, yeah. our our Twitter fans um, and Twitter peeps that we've met uh, Jay Ralph from the yeah the Butchery yep. in, in the, Sylvan yep. Lake, um, Blaine Fowler he's gonna get a burger and he's always wanted a burger named after him. I put a suggestion out there today on Twitter. It, they'll probably be like no because it sounds too much like the. 3B burger I said but let's go to the Blaine Belly Buster burger the BF the, burger and I said the 4B's not the 3 let's go 4 okay so yeah. that's going to be fun yeah that's definitely going to be fun so that's uh, tentatively scheduled for August, August 28th, 28th? Yeah. yeah so we'll be out there and uh, you want to have a sandwich that you'll remember and, and just good people good time uh, definitely join us for that and I know Rich put out there on Facebook uh, what we talked about last week about we're gonna putting together a special show where we're hoping to get a, a bunch of people out to talk about just who the best I mean, wingmen. I the, mean, the I best mean, wingmen. I mean, whether they come out out here or or we, can
0: or we can, bring them in on the, on we the can, stream, yard. we can
1: patch everybody into yep. stream. Yard. Nobody has to, you know, because people are starting to get worried now because of the spikes and everything yeah. like that. So we can, I mean, we can do a lot of things remote. Yep. Um. But yeah, that's really a show that. I really want to do because I think I, I think from my perspective and I want to get people from everywhere. I don't Mm -hmm. want to get people just from Michigan saying, sure. Oh, it's going to be Joe Mars. We want QB one chiming in. Yeah. We want Chappie chiming in anybody, anybody out there that, that, that's watching, that's listening that, you know, uh, live in a different state that their experiences with, you know, players they followed that never got name recognition. We want to hear about it. And we think that's going to be a really, really fun show to do and looking forward to that yeah it will be a good time yeah good time so anyway on that note right there we uh i think we're done man yeah i think i think we, we, we uh hit everything we wanted to hit um man i just gotta try to find everything else here we got i'm sitting over here so this whole setup and everything like that is all new new <laughs> to me see that's so dark that camera's so dark well, No, we didn't we didn't put that light on on that yeah, one yeah i know uh, I I got the idea last week to put the controls down below so they're not always on the screen so we have more room it doesn't look so cluttered up here on on, on the on the table um, so it does make it a little different yeah we're just a little more difficult we're evolving a little yeah. bit so but yeah we're gonna we're definitely gonna change things up sure and, uh, better cameras coming soon hopefully yeah we're working on the camera stuff so. Mm-hmm. We got the mics. We got oh, yeah, the phones. Derek and, just came out so that's a good one. You talk about the Barry a Yeah, that's something that we got to talk about. That's pretty cool. I'll have to have Dennis on for that. Um, who was on it? Who was on one yeah, of the original. Sandri- hey, yeah, he, Blues he showed on. up there yep. to Sandra Pulitzer, yep. too. So, anyway, on that note, so uh, I got to uh, check out the OC oh, Tuesday night. Tuesday night, yep. right here, live from the speakeasy. Uh, we're going to do. George and Coach Pat are going to break down the National. They they went for three days. Yeah. Uh, uh, somebody's got a lot of money to spend. He also, uh, he also made, sold a lot. sold a lot of money. Yep. So, so they had a lot of experiences, a lot of uh, signings, cool signings. And so definitely check that out. And on that note.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Easy Speak at Speak Easy 330. You can catch us every week at I Love